Hi guys, Tiani Podcast, and this is episode seven. Here we have my second co-host, which is Robin Bijo. Hello. Uh, so today we are going to see the history of the Firewire port. You might normally never heard of it because it was not a very big port for a long time. It was From two thousand to two thousand twelve is not long time. No. So the big reason why this became big and uh, most people still know a few about it is because of the iPod. The first generation and the second generation had the iPod had the four hundred megabit per second Firewire four hundred port, which is still awesome. At that time, we had USB one point one, which gave I think ten megabits per second. Yeah. This gave four hundred, so it was like extremely fast. This also gave this also gave power at the same time. Thunderbolt ports do that now, and they are still okay. So you got to know this. For the first generation and the second generation iPod, you had this port. The the third generation, they moved to the commonly known as USB two standard. Also, the pin changed to thirty two pin dock connector. At that time, they changed it. The Firewire eight hundred port was you know better than the four hundred, and at eight hundred megabits per second, it was faster than USB two and still gave power. This is still an important thing. It's slightly big. But that was one problem with me was the Firewire port was that it was big. It was not you know small. The USB really, yeah. USB was small. Uh, Firewire was not small. But now you know. Okay. So history of the Firewire port before Thunderbolt. Ram's going to start now. I triple eight thirty ninety four. I think you might have heard it. It is an interface standard for a serial bus for high speed communications and isochronous real time data transfer. It was developed in the late nineteen eighties, I believe, Raman. and early 1990s by apple in cooperation with a number of companies is primarily sony and panasonic if i'm not wrong yeah yeah here's the thing this is the port divided sorry device by apple sony and panasonic this is the three big companies at that time i believe and they were really doing a new port this is what the This is what they exactly same did for the Thunderbolt port. Intel, Apple, plus a few other few people again created another port which is faster. So, like you know, history comes back to a round circle. It's yeah. Apple, I think, called the interface FireWire. I mean, that's how it got to be known as FireWire. Now it is also known by band names such as iLink, Sony, and um, Texas Instruments for links. Actually, here's the thing: Texas Instruments. Was actually creating these things. They were included with Apple. Now you, now I think they have doing something with someone else. I don't know. Texas Instruments. What are they doing? Someone? I don't remember. Even I'm not Apple sure. Apple. Firewire is Apple's name for the I Triple E thirteen ninety four high speed serial bus. It is developed by developed was initiated by Apple in nineteen eighty six and developed in developed by the I E E E. P one three nine four working group largely driven by contributions from Sony hundred and second hundred hundred two patents by Sony and Apple made fifty eight patents and Panasonic made forty six patents still big. In addition to contributions made by engineers from Philips, LG Electronics, Toshiba, Hitachi, Canon, Inmos, Thomson, oh my God, so many wow, names. So many people, even textile instruments were there. Okay, uh, the I triple A thirteen ninety four is a serial bus architecture high speed. Let's sing it again, 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 like literally. Okay, Apple, Apple in, intended the FireWire to be a serial serial replacement for to the parallel S C S I bus, 
while providing a connectivity for digital audio and video equipment. Apple's development began in the 19, late 1980s, later presented to the IEEE and was completed in January 1995. In 2007, IEEE 1994 was a composite of four documents, the original IEEE standard 1394 to 1995, the IEEE standard 1394A, to, to 2000 amendment. amendment, the IEEE standard 1394B to 2002 amendment and IEEE standard 1394C C. to 2006 amendment on June 12, 2008. On the all these amendments were all were errata and some technical update were incorporated into a super serious standard IEEE standard 19 13 so sorry 1394 to 2008. So many amendments. Yeah. In fact, Apple was uh, first included the onboard Firewire and some of the some of its uh, 1999 Macintosh models, if you know that. Yeah, very though, few Macs at that time. Not very though much. it had been a build-to-order option on some models since 1997. And uh, most Apple Macintosh computers were manufactured in the years 2000 through 2011 that included Firewire ports. The, the 2012 MacBook did have the Firewire port, but it had the Firewire 800 port yeah. still. And in 2013, they, uh, they dropped the stand and went to the popularly known as the uh, Thunderbolt 2. Then they switched to Thunderbolt 3 in 2016, and uh, we all know the rest. Okay, so where were we? Okay, where were we? And then, uh, yeah, in February 2011, if you know, Apple introduced the first commercially available computer with Thunderbolt, as you said. I think even Apple released its last computer with Firewire in 2012. Yeah, I just exactly. Then, um, by, by 2014, Thunderbolt had become a standard feature across Apple's entire line of computers. This you need to know is known as the Thunderbolt 2. This is this, this used the mini display port. Uh, port. It's you know, a bit thicker than USB C. Okay, the Thunderbolt display and 2012 2013 MacBook Pro. Now, this is the thing the, the 1080p Thunderbolt display was made by Apple, was actually 1080p but still good display. The Mac Pro. At that time, the 2013 Mac Pro had six Thunderbolt 2, 2 displays, so you, you could have literally made six 1080p displays. <laughs> each each display was 27 inches. That to me, so this has been very large, right? Screen is... Yeah. Six Thunderbolt displays for your Mac Pro. At that time also, the Mac Pro was not super expensive like now is. At that time, the cheapest Mac Pro you can get was around $3,000. Now, it's the cheapest Mac Pro is $6,000. Why Apple? Okay. Uh, we're discovering in 2016. Apple still sells a Thunderbolt to Firewire adapter. This is the Thunderbolt 2 to Firewire, not the Thunderbolt 3 to Firewire. Know that. Which provides Firewire 800 port and a separate adapter required to use it to Thunderbolt 3. Yes. Thunderbolt 3 to Thunderbolt 2, there is an adapter. Then from the Thunderbolt 2 to Firewire, there is an adapter. So <laughs> if you want to use an old 2001 iPod to, the, to your new MacBooks with Thunderbolt 3, you need to buy a Thunderbolt 3 to Thunderbolt 2 adapter. Then, then a Thunderbolt 2 to Thunderbolt, sorry, Firewire, Firewire 800 port. Then, then a Firewire 800 to Firewire 400 port. <laughs> so many adapters, we want to use it now. And it's really not, not worth it. But if I'm not wrong, even Sony implemented some system. Yeah, like Sony, thing. Panasonic, they were all com they were all joined in making this port, right? So Sony also made the ports. Yeah, because they, if I'm not wrong, they implemented a system known as iLink. Um, they changed the name. Yeah, which uses a smaller connector with four signal conductors, 
omitting the two conductors that provide powerful devices in favor of a separate power um, connector i think this, this is this is the thing which i don't like why do you want to change a super cool port yeah but then you know after that what happened was this tile was later added into the 1394a amendment and um, this port is sometimes labeled s100 or s400 to indicate speed in mbr yeah. megabits per second yeah yeah okay let's go this system was commonly used to connect data storage devices and dv digital video cameras <laughs> like apple when they put you know the firewire port in their uh, this is a 1999 uh, video from apple they say you can join your sony camera to the macbook which is one cable which was at that possible also they said you know it was faster than usb drive which was completely true now but now it's not possible right you can only connect apple with apple sometimes right no sony is a very good brand and sony still likes apple so apple still likes <laughs> sony that's one of the things uh, panasonic and apple don't, don't go very well these days okay and then yeah many users also preferred it over the more common usb 2.0 for its um, then greater speed and powerful for this we gave like the usb 2 was not at that time very very enough fast or giving total enough power like the ipods needed a lot of the power, power yes they were very old devices and benchmarks also show that the sustained data transfer rates are higher for firewire than usb 2.0 but lower than usb 3.0 uh, yeah you need to uh, usb 3.0 came very very late than firewire 800 ever came <laughs> so you guys usb standard is you know probably you know long lasting faster but firewire had its time but not for a long time you know Yeah, but even see the implementation of IEEE 1994, I mean 1394, is you know said to be actually requiring the use of 261 issued international patents. I think even the patents filed by uh, Panasonic and the other companies involved, I don't think they'll even touch 261. I mean, they did not touch. But anyway, those had to be issued with uh, held by 10 corporations, and use of these patents also require licensing. Yes, yeah, because since it was made by Apple and Sony and Panasonic, <laughs> if if you wanted to put their put their port in your device, you have to pay I think some percentage. Five uh, or ten, I think I don't know. Uh, ah, US dollars zero point twenty five dollars per port, by the way. And then uh, companies holding IEEE nineteen ninety four IP formed a patent. Nineteen ninety four, you said nineteen ninety four. I keep forgetting. Yeah, that. that's the thing. Nineteen ninety four is very common. Yeah, I triple E thirteen ninety four. I be formed a patent pool with M P E G L A L L C as the license administrator. M P E G L A is commonly known as. I like to call it in you know, one word split. Yeah, yeah, one word. That's the thing. Actually, if you don't know, uh, some Windows laptops had the firewire port. Like you know, very very few, but they were very, also very expensive at that time. Yeah. You might say the last video. Sorry, last. Uh, we made the history of the ipod that we talked about this a little bit more than heard here we are not going to talk about that yeah yeah guys guys some patents and companies so toshiba made <laughs> total patent was 10 and it all expired <laughs> sony also made sony made a lot maximum maximum 100 102 patents Samsung Electronics yes Samsung I mean, was recall <laughs> one Philips made 43 Panasonic made 46 LG made 11 Hitachi made 4 still compact no you don't even have compact, compact. they are actually dead now Canon made 1 compact also made 1 by the way Apple Inc made 
more than Panasonic and Philips, but still less than Sony. Sony. Like, it's literally close to half of Sony. Anyway, then. Eight and hundred. Oh yeah. Then it was like the thirteen ninety four high performance serial bus trade association was formed to aid the marketing of this um, I triple E thirteen ninety four. If I'm not wrong, it's uh, bylaws also prohibited dealing with intellectual property issues. And then the thirteen ninety four trade association actually operates as on an individual with no cost membership, basis to further enhancements to thirteen ninety four standards. Now let's start with technical specifications. You know, that's kind of important for this yeah. part. Firewire can connect up to 63 peripherals and can display chain, sorry, daisy chain. Thunderbolt ports can now do that. After what, 60 years, sorry, 60, I'm not saying 60 years, 20 to 30 years. years, like literally. 2001, sorry, 1999, they finished this port and that could support display chaining, sorry, sorry, daisy chaining. It's faster at that time. Also, you have current at the same time. Gave you up to sixty-three peripherals at that time. I think like, they should. Yeah, I think they should not have kind of disconnected FireWire at all. Yeah, but if they disconnected FireWire, you never got USB-C Thunderbolt three. Yep, that's right. You know, it even allows peer-to-peer device communications, such as communication between a scanner and a printer, to take place without using system memory or the CPU. So I think we can like say that you know Apple was much more developed than you know Windows. Like Windows started including all this, you know, later only. Like when Windows Seven, we know, became more popular. Windows Eight, uh, yeah. Windows Ten. We are going to make a video on that. Not Windows Seven, the more popular, the more shittier Windows Vista. Uh, we have a plan for the video. Probably later, I'll make a video on that. Now, there's one thing you need to know. You can't adapt USB to FireWire. It's a problem with the USB standards and the FireWire standards. You can't. Com- you can't, you can't join an adapter. Them. You can't even make an adapter. It's like that, that, that hard. Anyway, and then it like you know it's designed to support plug and play and hot swapping. That's why exactly I said Apple is much more developed than you know Windows. Windows is that. Do you know the copper cable it uses in its most common implementation can take up to four point five meter along. Yeah, this is still a thing. Okay, now. Uh, Thunderbolt three port can, can can go up to maximum of three meters. Three meters. That's this very. Can go to four point five meters. No, that's what I said. So those days, you know, they should not have disconnected FireWire. That would have been better, you know. Anyway, they would have made a better port, port a faster yeah. port. Uh, yeah. It would have been the most, you know. We don't know that future at all. <laughs> yeah. Then all FireWire devices, uh, you know, were identified by an I triple E. UI64 unique identifier in addition to well-known codes indicating the type of device and the protocols it supports. I don't know what else to say beyond yeah, this. Yeah, a lot of things. FireWire devices are organized at the bus a tree topology. Each device has a unique self ID. One of the nodes is elected road root, node. root nodes and always has the highest ID. The self IDs are assigned during the self, self ID, ID process. process. It's all made inside the thing. We don't even need to do anything. Yeah, we just, just do. We just connect the board and we'll finish the stuff. Don't worry. This like a, this is what I like. Which happens after each bus resets. The order in which the self IDs are assigned is equivalent to tra- the traversing the tree depth first. This is a big thing post order. FireWire is capable of safely operating critical system due to the way multiple devices interact with the bus and how the bus 
gives the bandwidth for each one. Like you know, now most things you say. Sorry, I'm not saying you say. Uh, the people say. Okay, so most Windows laptops have this thing called as you know, one port is your gives you ten gigabits per second. Second, yes. Here's the thing. Suppose you suppose it has two ports. Th- then you plug in both the ports. Yeah, each port will only have five gigabits per second. They are sharing the ten gigabits second. This was not. The, this was at the time, but this this firewall would say which needs more uh, uh, more speed than which doesn't need more speed. speed yeah. You uh, you you don't even have that in uh, USB no. Why USB no? Why? It's like it's an awesome port. That's what I said in the yeah. first. Right? They should not have, you know, um, disconnected firewire at all from its service. Anyway, then it like in an aircraft, for instance, like isochronous devices include control of the rudder, mouse, and then um, operations and data from pressure sensors outside the aircraft. All these elements require constant uninterrupted bandwidth, right? So to support both elements, both um, uh, firewire dedicates a certain percentage to isochronous data and the rest, uh, rest to asynchronous data. So in IEEE 3094, 80% of the buses reserved for isochronous cycles, leaving asynchronized data with a minimum of 20% of the bus. Encoding schemes. Fire uses data slash strobe encoding, which is also known as D slash S encoding. In D slash S encoding, two non-return to zero NRZ signals are used to transmit data with high reliability. The NRS signal sent is fed with a clock signal through an XO, XOR gate creating a strobe signal. The strobe is then put through another XOR gate along with the data, sig- data signal to reconstruct the clock. This turn acts as the bus face locked loop for synchronization purposes. This all happens in one second? Yeah. Less than that. Yeah, here we go. And then, you know... Um, Arbitration. The process of like the see what is arbitration? When we talk about arbitration, it's like the process of the bus deciding which node gets to transmit data at what time. That's known as arbitration, right? Then each arbitration round lasts about one hundred and twenty-five microseconds. Microseconds. <laughs> microseconds. <laughs> during I think during this round, you know the root node that is device nearest to the processor sends a cycle start packet. All nodes requiring data transfer respond with the closest node winning. This like probability or uh, let's say it's a race race is going on inside the laptop and after the node is finished the job is not done yet after the node is finished the remaining nodes take turns in order this repeats until all the devices have used their portion of the 125 microseconds with isochronous transfer (laughs) having priority this is a very very big topic and we are just you know saying that most of the things. Core version. Okay, now you're going to standards and versions. The previous standard also three version amendments now incorporated into a super saving standard known as the IEEE 1394 to 2008. This feature includes this feature, feature individually added gives a good history on development path. Now we are going to talk about the Firewire 400 which is normally the most common port. The Firewire 800 was not a common port since it was fueled it was very very few few people use the firewire 800 port it's not a very common port anyway the, the, that's what so now when you come into firewire 400 right the original release of IEEE 1394 to 1995 specified what is known as the firewire 400 it can actually transfer data between devices at 100 or 200 or 400 megabytes 
per second um, half duplex data rates. Dashel transfer rates are 98.304 or 196.608 megabytes per second. Now the cable length is limited to you know maximum of 4.5 meters. Although up to 16 cables can be daisy chained using active repeaters, so that enlarges the size of the cable. Yeah, this is what now we do. They they did that 20 years ago. I'm still saying you know amused by this thing. The six conductor connector is commonly found on desktop computers and can supply the connected device with power. The six conductor powered connector now referred to as an alpha connector adds power output to support external devices. Typically, you know, uh, device can pull about seven to eight watts from the port. However, the voltage varies significantly from different devices. So, voltage is specified as unregulated and should nominally be about um, 25 volts, something like that. And Apple's implementation on laptops is typically related to battery power and can be as low as 9, nine volts, volt. which is mostly enough for most phones because at that time phones didn't even need 18 volts, like sorry. 18 watt charges like we need now. Now, uh, okay, the we are going to probably going to put a Firewire 400 port in the description. description picture. I don't know how to put that. I'll try to do that. And now we are going to go to the 500 800 port S800T. The IEEE 1394C2006 was published on June 8, 2006. 2007 it provides major tech improvement namely the port new specification that provides 800 megabits per second this is awesome ah oh the same 8p8c it's an ethernet connector ethernet right? connector yes this thing they changed from uh, a very very different connector to an ethernet connector uh, uh, I don't think that was a good thing that is a good thing what is gone at that time I think you had uh, US no sorry USB-C sorry USB-C no, no, not even yeah. that they are still creating USB-C at that time yeah there was the display port the mini display port was that what was that at that time that should be a good port because later Thunderbolt you use that port so suppose Apple had used this already you would have never got the Thunderbolt port you would have always got this port the future, you know, we don't even know that future. And it's then comes, then there's still more, right? After fire, fire wires, I yeah, from this, this was twice the speed of the last port. Firewire S1600 and S3200. In December 2007, the, the 3094 Trade Association announced the products will be available before the end of the using the S600 and S3, S, S3200 modes uh, that for the most part had already been denied defined, defined in, in, in 3094 P and were further clarified in IEEE standard 3094 the, the, this what? gave 1.57 gigabytes per second I'm saying 1.57 gigabytes I can't really imagine here. Look, guys, we are actually, you know, you might feel that we are reading this because we can't, you know, change the data, right? Yeah. We should go with the data. Yeah. So when you read all this, right, it feels like as if firewall really was a good option. This was for the S600, sorry, S1600 port. The S3200 port had 3.145 gigabytes per second. I'm still, you know, saying, at 2008, 3 gigabytes per second are like future. 2008, by the way, you had the, the first iPhone came in 2007. I think, yeah, 2000. Yeah, the first yeah, iPhone the came in 2007. I, I know that exactly date. 
Okay. Then there were also future future enhancements, you know, yes. the something that includes the P one three nine four D. First things, the S sixteen hundred and the S thirty two hundred were never common in MacBooks. Yeah, but you know what happened after that? Then Steve Jobs declared Firewire dead in two thousand eight. As, As of two thousand twelve, they were still selling the Firewire port in the MacBooks, but Steve Jobs now said. Ah, uh, we don't want this, but it's still not that fast. But Sony stayed, you know. Sony camera, you know, was still the only notable user. Yeah, Panasonic stopped before long time ago, sir. <laughs> they, they never even were the, you know, proper relation with Apple, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, future enhancements including P thirteen ninety four D, a project named the P sorry I triple P thirteen ninety four D was found by I triple on March. 9 to 9 to add a single mode fiber as an additional transport medium to fiber okay this thing the the fiber optic cable is now what you can get with the thunderbolt 2 and the ah, thunderbolt 3 which came later after 2013 or something only even started this was they even started that in 2009 these guys awesome guys and stuff they transport medium to 5Y. The project was visited on 2013. Because they created the, the, the Thunderbolt 2 which had better ports. What to do? Other future iterations in the 5Y were expected to increase speed up to 6.4 gigabytes per second. Here's the thing. In 2013, 13. the 5Y sorry, it's not 5Y the Thunderbolt 2 it had 20 gigabits per second. Speed. Speed. And they said only 6.4, they were planning for 6.4. And at that time, so what, till 2009, ah, let's say this 2010. Two years later, they made so much better port than this. So, they need, they need, they need to change. stop. Yeah. They needed to stop any race. Then, you know, then the operating system supports came like in Windows XP, a degradation in performance of the 1394 devices. This was never supposed to work with Windows, by the way. It <laughs> just gave the port so that, you know, people could use their iPods and cameras from Sony and all those stuff. That's why they get it. Mac OS was a good thing. Mac OS 8, Mac OS 9. Mac OS 10 was not a very good joiner with this one. Then, then yeah, after that, then some firewall hardware manufacturers also provided a custom device drivers that replaced the Microsoft OHCI host adapter driver stack. Always that comes to uh, Microsoft. Everything comes to Microsoft. <laughs> the last uh, podcast for the iPod, Microsoft was uh, technically a latecomer, but still was a competition to Apple. Again, the Firewire port. Microsoft still there destroying Apple's things. Now, Windows 11 has come, right? That's a talk of the town if you know that. Ah, Windows 11... I have to say this, Windows Windows 10, take Windows 10, take the design, it's still an old design, change it to a new modern design and that's all it is. That's Windows 11. That's all Windows 11, guys. Here you want, uh, okay, now I, now I changed from Windows 11 to Mac OS, so I, I really don't, and I'm not a, when you use the Mac OS, I was like, no, this is so fast, what happened to Windows feed? And when I went back to Windows, you know, to do some document power things, I said, shit, I don't even do, like I'm saying, which is so slow. <laughs> you know, even I have, I have a Windows 10 and uh, my other friend has Windows 11, okay. If you compare both the laptops, right, Everything is almost the same. You know what Microsoft has included? Just rounded corners rounded on com- each. They just made you know to look more futuristic, look look more clean, slate. That's all they did. They didn't even put any more performance features. The speed is still same, slow, and I actually hate Windows 11. 
கஸ்டமர் have provided a high definition cable cable, cable box this is also known as hd these days <laughs> with the functional fireware interface this applied only to customers leasing high definition capable cable boxes from the cable provider after after april 1 2004 yes still saying this okay in 2004 the most common thing which what people watch is 720p not even hd So, so, ah, so th- these things are more expensive to pay. So, suppose you want a you know, HD thing. Ah, first you need a HD screen. At 2004, you could only get the 30-inch Apple Cinema display, which needed a very, very big Mac. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm saying a power Mac. You said those big computers, those, and, and 30 inches. That was the size you could get, and that that needed specific ports and all those stuff. That could take 1080p. So you had to pay a lot at that time. Also, this 30-inch display from Apple cost three thousand dollars at that time. Nice. So then you had to buy the cable TV box, which is also supposed to be very very expensive, by the way. So basically, that person has to be ultra rich. Suppose like, you are the richest person at that time in you know, 2004. I don't know who was richest at that time. You could have got this. Then the um, you know, if I'm not wrong, after that, then um, the interface was. or can be used to display or record cable tv including hd tv programming you have to program there also my god i cannot program that much anyway in june 2010 the fcc issued an order that permitted setup boxes to include ip based interfaces in place of firewire at that time firewire is slow so that's the thing then yeah let, now let's compare it to usb this is the thing which my most people want right now comparison firewire to usb let's go from fast to slow Let's say, with well, both technologies provide similar and res- similar end results. There are fundamental differences between USB and firmware. USB requires the presence of a bus, mask, typical PC which contains to a point to point with the USB slave. This allows for simple and lower cost per- peripherals at the cost of lower functionality of the bus. Low low speed, cheaper the bus. This is the thing. Suppose you want you know less speed. Suppose your product needs to be cheap. Use USB. Suppose you want to be ah. Suppose you want high standards, very very fast. Put for firewire and and make the cost high. It's always like this. Pay more for the fastest thing. I mean, you can go some. I think we gotta go ahead. I guess. Anyway, so that's the speed. Then USB requires the presence of bus master, as you said, and then. you know uh, by contrast right actually firewall is essentially a peer to peer network where any device may serve as the host or client which is good allowing multiple devices to be connected on one bus we're talking about one bus not two or three 
The Firewire host interface supports DMA and memory map devices, allowing data transfers to happen without loading the host CPU with interrupts and buffer copy operations. Additionally, Firewire features two data buses for each segment of the bus network, whereas Ante USB 3.0 USB feature only one. Yes, USB was you know very very standardly slow at that time and still is slow. Anyway, this means that you know firewall can actually have communication in both direction at the same time, whereas USB communication prior to 3.0 can only occur in one direction at any one time. Apple, you need to really bring back firewall, okay? Whenever you get the time, whenever you have the power and. Nokia, Thunderbolt. Okay, I'm seeing this. No Mac has a USB port except the Mac Mini. I think the Mac Mini still has the uh, USB 3.1 Gen 2 port. Uh, USB A, by the way, not even C. Uh, still. Anyway, but then okay, while USB 2.0 expanded into the fully backward compatible USB 3.0 and 3.1. This is the thing you know. You can backwards compatible, which I sometimes like because I don't want to buy adapters for my everything. But the speed. You go slow. You need yeah. to definitely buy. But yeah, when you contrast it, you know, firewall use different connectors between four hundred and eight hundred implementations. Okay. And then we have lot of applications also. Okay, we're going to go from something here. Yeah, these things, iPod and iPhones connection charging. iPod release prior to the iPod with the dock connector. That is the iPod thirty-two pin connector, which we already call as the thirty pin connector these days because the thirty-two they won't say exactly the two. The You use the i i triple e thirty ninety four a port for syncing music and charging. But in two thousand eight, I put in. I told that already they changed it. And then so, they made lot of amendments. They bought so many stuff, and then they finally gave it dead in two thousand twelve, right? Yeah. Yeah. 2012. Here we're going to now read some security issues, yes. which is kind of a big thing. Uh, Very important. Yeah. Like because devices on a five wire bus can communicate by direct memory access, also called as DMA. Where a device can use hardware to map internal memory to five wires physical memory space. The SBP S P B yeah S S P B yeah it's too hard. Serial bus protocol too used by five wire disk drivers usually use this capability to minimize interrupts and buffer copies. In serial bus protocol, I'm not gonna say S P B. It's too confusing. Yeah. In serial bus protocol too, the initiator that is controlling device sends a request. By remotely writing a command into the specified area of the target's fire wire address space, so many, so many stuff to do. This command usually includes buffer addresses in the initiator's fire wire physical address space, which the target is supposed to use for moving input slash output data to and from the initiator. Ah, I cannot read anymore. Though. Okay, where are we? So many. Yeah, there's too much. So many steps. So many issues. Where are we, Robin? I got it. I forgot where are we. On many implementations. We're just oh, on many implementations, particularly those like PCs and Macs using popular OHCI, the mapping between the firewire physical memory space and device physical memory is done in the hardware without operating system intervention, while it enables high speed and low latency communication between data sources and syncs without any unnecessary copying, such as between video camera and software video recording. Applic known to exploit. This is again another is access to running Windows. Okay, I think I skipped a line. <laughs> yeah, I skipped a line. Video recording. Uh, We should really yeah. you know check this again and then. Write Or between a disk drive application to running Windows, Mac OS, and Linux computers. Inspire. 
Fin firework. Yeah, spyware at the time. The high that se- time is just spyware. For this reason, high security in- intelligence typically either use newer machines that map are known to exploit the gain unauthorized access to running Windows, Mac OS, and any computers and spyware. Okay. Then for yeah. this reason, high security intelligence typically use newer the, machines that map a no uh, virtual, virtual memory, memory space. space firewire. Physical memory space such as Power Mac G5 or or any sun workstation very very few computers by the way sun workstations do not make a lot of computers for a long time disable relevant drivers at operating system level this disable the OHCI hardware mapping between firewire device memory physically that disables the uh, entire firewire interface or opt to opt not to use firewire or any other hardware like PC MCIA or a PC card or express card or thunderbolt which expose DMA to external components. So therefore, an unsecured firewire interface can be used to debug a machine whose operating system has crashed and in some systems for remote control operations. Windows natively supports this scenario of kernel debugging. All the newer Windows inside the preview builds no longer include the ability out of the box. On FreeBSD, the DCONS driver product provides both using ADBS debugger under Linux, Firescope and Fireproxy exist. I'm saying, with the f- this port, you could literally crash a system, even make a system work with it when it's crashed. So it was kind of you know, a security issue because you, you, you don't want your computer to be crashed Crash. by someone else who do you know. So we all know the history of Firewire. I know this video is a bit short. This audio is a bit short. I'm saying video, video. This audio is a bit short. And by the way, we are on Apple Podcasts and on Anchor, by the way, Spotify also, <laughs> well, if you're going to watch a video, sorry, audio, come on, okay, so here's the thing, the Firewire port had its time, 1999 to 2012, till it died, and we are using Firewire port, and I okay. have to say, you know, very few things at that time even used Firewire, it was an expensive port, faster, but still expensive, that's the one thing, everything you need to make has to be cheap for that people can buy and use suppose you make it super cheap people exploit it they buy as many as they want and then use it whenever they want firewire was like the premium thing and it is still premium like you know the thunderbolt it's the future of firewire it was a nice time firewire we are like you for for 12 years sorry 13 years Wow, they're exactly starting. 1394, we loved it for 13 years. Thank you. We don't, we moved from that uh, Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. And now we have USB 3.0. Oh, USB 4, we came. Yes, we came to USB 4. Did it come? Okay, I need to check the news then. Yeah, USB 4 has the same as USB, sorry, has the same speed as Thunderbolt 4. Sorry, the 3, Thunderbolt 3, 40. Give it a second. But you need to know this first thing. The USB still shares its thing. So suppose you have three three ports of the same thing, it'll just share your 40 gigabits per, per port. Now Thunderbolt does not do that. Each port has its own 40, 40 gigabits. Anyway, I think that's it or Yeah, that's it. If you're finished in one hour, that's not one hour, I think we like, We had to go, you know, a little more. We finished then. I don't know. Yeah, uh, it's a change too. Anyways, thank you guys. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. And if you hear podcasts through Spotify or Apple Podcasts, please subscribe there. Like us. Share as you want because it's kind of cool. 
also there's going to be a new video where which i'm going to give out free music by the way a particular set of free music i know i don't have 16 million songs i have around 60 songs or something so if if you are an apple music user who who does not want to you know pay for their subscription service and like their like their software then then the software from people like you know free like you know soundcloud and those stuff they're really not cool and spotify you need to pay for the full version so suppose you like it uh, you can you can send a mail to me that that be drawer the reviewer at gmail.com send a link to me and i'll see what songs i have suppose suppose the specific song you want you can get it and by the way there's a limit five songs at a time don't ask me 60 songs at a time i can't give you 60 songs at a time sorry five songs at a time for each person and come on guys subscribe to the channel thank you bye and this is my host robin the last host you know you are skkb also known as birthwatch said he can't come today so yeah, yeah thank you guys good bye